Welcome to the Hoosie Podcast with me, Phil. And me, Paul. And me, Tony. And of course, that means it's audio commentary time. And as we announced in our last podcast, this week we are doing Time Lash. Time Gash. Oh, God. Terrible stuff. Terrible, terrible. It is. Um, yeah. We're just going to do Yes, we're going to do both. Get through it. Just, just get through it. Yeah. We're, we're doing, I don't know why we picked this. We, we just wanted an awful one to do after a, a couple of a decent stories. Um, so we're going to do in both episodes this week, um, which means um, it's going to be like you know over an hour and a half long. So we're going to be skipping the news and tat, and but obviously during the week, as we as we know that the new Sonic Screwdriver toy was released by Character Options. It's very so, impressive. It, very impressive uh, indeed. Uh, uh, mine's on pre-order. Ah. Oh yes. Mine there's... should be. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, whatever. Um, so <laughs> yeah. So. Um, so we'll save talking about that on our next podcast, I think, because this, mm. this is going to go on long enough without yes. putting news <coughs> into it. So, uh, okay then. So we've got drinks. Yes. We're going to need them. We've, we've got, got alcohol. Drinks. We are going to need it. Um, yeah. Should we just get going then? Yes, yes. Yeah. Indeed. Okay, everybody. I hope you've got your legally purchased DVDs and your DVD players at home. So we're going to press play in five... Oh, let's say press play on episode one. Come on. That was the whole thing. Episode one. You can't do this, please. In five, four... Three, two, one, and play. And off we go then, the titles. This episode was first released on the 9th of March, 1985. And it's very much the 80s, you can tell. Oh, Those yes. garish bright lights and colours and shapes. I was in uh, the fourth year of secondary school back then, which I believe they call the year 10 these days. Yes, indeed. I don't, I don't hold with this, this new, oh, you'll new get malarkey. <laughs> Newfangled schooling. <laughs> Exactly. Cold showers and and a quick trip to the headmaster's office. (laughs) The doctor consults his huge chart of boobs there. And here's Perry. (laughs) In very conservative dress. He's not made up of a student's wall that poster. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear. Tardis bickering. Here we go. Apparently, this was. Have you? What did you manage to watch the extras on this? Yes. Like the making of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this was massively sort of underrun, didn't it? So massively they, underrun. So they just had to put stuff in. Yeah. Oh, see, so ad libbing and things like that. No, they weren't ad lib. No. Just the fact they they were no. back to bickering again, which they hadn't done for yeah. a few episodes. Oh, no, just... no, they, had to, they had to go back to the TARDIS set and film some more later on. Yeah, I was he padded out. Ah. Oh dear. Hmm. I don't think I've heard about the Arvaran too much from Colin Baker, have we? Today is oh. a uh, momentous occasion, of course, because I've embraced technology. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tony hasn't got bits of paper this oh, time. Oh, no. For the first he's, time ever. He's got a tablet. I've got a tablet. Wow. <laughs> it's a paracetamol. What <laughs> <laughs> the wrong one. Damn. I'll never get Paul's just this. reverted back to bits of paper again. I have. Well, again, doesn't hold with these newfangled technologies. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. 
I've gone back to 1985. You really have, actually, haven't you? Was it done on the dot matrix printer as well? <laughs> it was. <laughs> on a Lynx computer. That's it. His boob chart was upside down. Oh dear, this isn't very good, is it? It's just... just... You wouldn't mind if they just sort of... It was going somewhere. But it is, really is just filler, isn't it? It is, isn't it? They're just talking about where to go on holiday. and Oh, dear. Oh, at last, an alien planet. Here we go. Yeah. Very convincing. Yes. Yeah. Not the best model work in the world. Yeah. Ah, sackcloth of the future. That's how your hair used to look, Phil. Well, like hers. <laughs> A thousand years ago. <laughs> You mean when I had hair, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I think if it's 1985, I must have had my mullet. Ah, oh, the mullet. Yeah. I did have a mullet. Good heavens, I remember say. that. Yeah. Has anyone ah. seen my bees? I was going to say beekeeping of the future. <laughs> that is Stephen McIntosh, isn't it? The uh, the young yeah. guy who just run off. Oh, welcome to Top of the Pops. Who is he and what does he want? <laughs> Steve McIntosh. Hmm? Who is he? He's been in loads of... Th- he was been in... Um, he was in that awful Sweeney film. Oh, yeah, oh, you in that? Yeah. yeah. Is, isn't oh. it bad that... Actually, the 60s programme, The Time Tunnel, did that bad effect than they did there. With their up-to-the-date up to Quantel box, yeah. Ah. <laughs> <clears throat> <sighs> Now, I'll always say I like Colin Baker's Doctor, but the scripts he was given were, were awful. Yeah. Absolutely awful. You've got, yeah. you got something to sort of boost this along a bit, Tony. You've got no, a, I, I, a fact I could of the do. Day. I'm just, I'm just fact of the night for March 1985. You know, 1179 AD, who was on the throne then? Ah, that's what I'm trying to say. Ah. Yeah, this is this ah. is really interesting. That was Richard it? Richard the uh, Richard the Second. Anyway, oh. Oh, no. and this is a Richard the Third, isn't it? No, no, it's Henry the Second. Anyway, let's, let's carry on with this. Right, <laughs> right, here we go. Let's have, I've got a new feature. Have you seen my bees? Have you seen oh, my yeah, bees? They're the going to pollinate him. That's, a, that's, a, that's the I uh, notice. Apiarists. Yeah. Oh dear. So why are they wearing like those things? You're a technical know-how man, Phil. Oh, he's come with his dildo attachment. <laughs> so the Blue Man Group were thinner in the, in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> there again, so was I, so I can't stand <laughs> forgive my, Forgive my uh, dense, denseness or whatever, whatever the word yeah, is. Is that, is that even but, a word? Uh, so why are they, uh, probably not, but, but um, why are they wearing those beekeeping costumes anyway? Budget. <laughs> I think that what? is it. Do you know, I'll go along with that. He I'll doesn't just... drop her very well here, does he? Sort of head first onto the hard concrete floor. I've got to step well, on he's back. a robot. He's not going to think about these things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the horror. <laughs> what are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> That voice reminds me of, you know, the Phantom Raspberry Blower, old, old London town, when you go <laughs> yeah. to the door. My God. What did you mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's some comfy slippers those people are wearing, eh? 
you'd sort out your, your comfort in the future, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, first fact. But Brew Cream's still in fashion, though. That's the good thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. This actress here, she just walks through this with a perfectly glazed look on her. I reckon she was stoned all the way through just to get through it. <laughs> yeah, I think she had the right idea. I think she did. <laughs> was she in anything else? I Oh, God, I have seen her in something else, but I don't think Wikipedia yielded too many, too many <laughs> results, to be perfectly honest. Vina, isn't it, or something? Um, she was in Shoestring. Needing Lion, Riley Ace of Spies. And educating Rita with, oh. with the Michael Caine one as well. There so. we go. Hmm. Yeah. Well, how about that? Well, what a fact. If we're ready for facts. Oh, here he is. <laughs> Even that's overacted. It's just. Oh, was that Max Factor in uh, Bake 7, wasn't it? <laughs> Not mistaken. Yeah. Oh dear. Do you know what? It's a 45 minute episode. No, no, so, no, uh, no we're lining up for the school just, photo. Yeah. <laughs> just uh, request the facts as we go. Oh, okay. Re- request okay. them. Yeah. yeah, that guy can't act either, the guy kneeling down. See? Paper is the future. <laughs> no, no. Parchment. I think you'll find parchment. parchment. Not even paper. <laughs> Can't you see that I love you? <laughs> and who could blame him? <laughs> they can hear you, you know. They're only behind you. <laughs> I was going to say it. Well, I'm not interested. <laughs> He's... Is he trying to invoke David Bowie there? <laughs> Isn't he? Oh, acting. Here's <laughs> an Ah, here's an Sweeney. That, that the um, the other leader, the uh, the, the leader at the moment. Yeah, he was um. Oh. A che- cheating husband. Oh, was he? Yeah, yeah, he's... Uh, uh, oh, he smiles with the Wolves Christmas show. <laughs> yeah. Good gracious, yeah. <laughs> oh. This is brilliant. This is absolutely brilliant. <laughs> they just casually fall into the time mm-hmm. lash. It's the best acting I've ever seen, I think. Oh. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> I've fallen. <laughs> look at their face. Oh, the action of that young man there. He looked like he was enjoying that too much. Yeah. <laughs> I do like the young man in the time lash. Right. He's not even bothering to try and act scared, is he, this guy? He's just not bothering at all. Oh. 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 All right, then we won't put you in there. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Oh. I've got blue all over my hand. <laughs> Oh, the horror of the tinsel. Oh, oh dear. Well, folks, does it get any better than this? It really doesn't. Oh. Obi-Wan Kenobi. (laughs) 
Shouldn't the, uh, the girl curtsied there or something? That's all Barry. That's sexy stuff, you tell me. He <laughs> <laughs> just expects women to do that. When well, they they're regressing, aren't they? They're using paper and things, so you know. This isn't Earth Tone, this is another planet. Well, that's a Dennis Carey there, he was uh, also in um, Keeper of Trargan, which we've sort of recently touched upon, haven't we, in, the, in yeah. a roundabout way. And also um, Sharda, wasn't he? It was only in Colin Baker's era that, it, that everything was, was repaired through taking one of the roundels off the wall, mm. wasn't it? And Just almost trying to say what they were, weren't it? It was like those sort of service portal bits. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I don't know, I think Tone's right here with their attitudes to women. Yeah, you see? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Tone was sitting there nodding. <laughs> Quite right. Over there. Stay at home. Does this conversation mean anything? I mean... After it's 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 for to show his his what his dedication later on, isn't it? Oh, is it? Yeah. I thought it was padding again. No. <laughs> <laughs> we got five minutes to we'll ask him about his wife. <laughs> here we go, oh, here we go. It's as easy as that. Cons- the, considering the robots walking around looking like he's been doing a bit of decorating, no one actually has, have they? <laughs> this does look like they're, they're both having a secret tryst, actually. <laughs> to, oh, I've broken into your inner sanctum. Oh, oh shut up and kiss <laughs> me, you it's, fool. It's, it's not your daughter I want. <laughs> <laughs> that marriage would be a sham. It's <laughs> As soon as your wife's died, we can run off together. So, so he's a, not only the. I was Swedish, only going up your daughter to get to, closer to you. So he's a cheat in this as well. <laughs> yeah, I knew it. Stop undressing me Man. with your eyes! Damn you! This this goes on a little Where's bit. His hand is there. It's like I, I know I can know know your feelings for you. I can hear your heart. <laughs> is he wearing denim? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! For the leader who doesn't have to try right. too, too hard. hard. <laughs> I'm a power craze. That one, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Your eye. Angry acting. I'm engrossed now, actually. I've got these 12 facts. Yeah. Do you think that there's so much to talk about this because it's so bloody awful? I don't <laughs> think we're going to get any facts into this. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. Oh. We're caught for an hour in. I've already reached for the beer. <laughs> 
Give us a fact it's, then, so this goes it's on a bit. Scripson factor. He's just what he's going to tell. I think it is actually. Well, it's a new thing. Oh, it's a quick one. Quick. Here's one, a quick fact. It's a star for the day. It's Abigail Sharp, who was the assistant floor manager on this episode. All right. Well, she also worked on Blot on the Landscape, Driving Ambition, and Shadow Chaser. Her hobbies include book binding, rare moth collecting, and restoring old chairs. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Yep. My kids have got some toys that look like that. Yeah. They just light been, up, don't do anything. Have you ever been to an M&M world? No. They look like they've got these great big jars of M&Ms and all these different sweets and things. Not like them. All different colours, like blue ones and red ones. And, all right. Ah, it's spellbinding. <laughs> like this? Yes. Yeah. Mad. Why? Why would you have to obey? So this is why now, because he's saying, what about those in the hospital? So basically, by doing this, he's going to kill his wife. Ah, oh, I see. Do we care? I see. And watch as he pulls the knob off of the control panel in a minute. Uh, wait, keep going, keep going. Uh, wait for it, wait for it. Ah, oh, bugger, it's coming in a minute. Mmm, my flipper. Mmm. Come on, it's going to come off any moment. There it goes. Oh, bugger. Got some glue. It's not like, just acts as if nothing had happened, which makes it worse. I'll just stick that back. I don't know. I'm not sure. No, I bet he was. Who's all at that Android's Neds? Breaking its song there. Terrible. Ah. Do you know what was on the rest of the TV after Doctor Who? Oh, yeah, well, you, 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 um, I've got the films on BBC Two. I okay, did, okay. I well, well, uh, this was on at 20 past five. Uh, then at five past six was Jim Will Fix It. Oh, it, was a, it was a good day for that sort of programming, because Saturday Superstore at nine o'clock had Rolf Harris. Harris. Yes. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, at uh, 27, uh, The Laughter Show, which was Les Dennis and Dustin G. Ah. The special guest this week was uh, Gary Wilmot. Um, and then at uh, quarter past seven, One by One, which is about the zoo books uh, by David Taylor. Uh, then at five past eight, Dynasty. Five to nine, Bergerac. Um, which doesn't actually say... This one was, yeah, correct, Robert Banks Stewart, another Doctor Who alumni there. Uh, 10 to 10 was News and Sport. 5 past 10 in Match of the Day. Then at uh, 5 past 11, The Sweet Ride, um, which oh. is a film. And then... I've got a synopsis for that. Yeah. Mm. Oh, then, and then at um, 10 to 1, The Weather. The Weatherman's gone. <laughs> ah. He's gone. What I've got for The Sweet Ride is where the embryonic glam rockers get on their steel horses for a tour around the <laughs> university towns of Britain. <laughs> Jacqueline Bissett plays Rosita, promiscuous groupie. <laughs> oh, I remember that film. It's really good. Oh, dear. Again, not very good acting. Of course, he was worried about seeing Rolf Harris on BBC One. You could always turn it off and listen to Dave Lee Travis on the radio. Oh, God. <laughs> the hairy groper. Jay, it was a lot but. <laughs> I know you've got your Sweeney box set there or whatever, but he's in one of them, and he plays a bounder in it. 
He did act a lot better in that. I, I can't remember. Yeah. All some wide-eyed acting going on there. A bit of a cad he was. <laughs> Even the skeleton looks fake. Oh, the horror. The horror. So now Perry's now in bondage again in the TARDIS. Kinky. <laughs> he reminds me of someone else, that guy. I can't th- oh, this is brilliant the way he walks in. <laughs> <laughs> right. My pretty. The ham is now laid on in thick, thick, thick slices. <laughs> He's more a suckling pig than a ham. <laughs> Yes, it is madness. Ah, the traitor! <laughs> I seem to recall Paul asking me earlier on about the weather. What was the weather like in Near Bay in Washington on this day mm. in 1985? Shall tell you, Paul? Yeah, it was uh, a dry day with light winds and a maximum temperature of 59 degrees Fahrenheit. Excellent. Okay. <laughs> oh, God, it's so slimy. Was that before or after you asked me about what moon phase was it? Ah, moon phase. Ah, yes, yes. I need to know the moon phase. It was a waning gibbous. Obviously. Was he really? Yes. I can't see a doctor about that, mate. <laughs> sorry. What was Paul Darrow thinking? I'm sorry. I think he was thinking, sod this script. I'm I think gonna, he was. I was going to enjoy myself. <laughs> Well, he said he was, he was invoking Richard III, um, mm. but there's no performance of Richard III I've ever seen before, yeah. if I'm honest. So this is our, after Blake Graham. Seven. Is it? <laughs> I say, is it after Blake Seven? This, this yes, it was, yes. About four years after Blake Seven, wasn't it? 1991, the last yeah. season of Blake really? Seven? Yeah, really? So rather than watching this... Mm. What, right now? <laughs> back in 1985. Oh, small sport. They, they could have put on the, the video for Forbidden Fruit by the Blow Monkeys, which was released on this day. Was it really? Oh, I've got, heaven, so I've got a fact about the Blow Monkeys here, funny enough. <laughs> uh, enemy. Yep. On, this, on the cover of this week's Enemy... Up and coming. Oh, hang on a minute. Oh, that's that's next week's one. Oh. <laughs> but, but I've got the cover of Enemy anyway. I'll do that. Mm. On the cover of this week's Enemy, up and coming rap sensations Run DMC are the main feature. Plus, Robert De Niro visits London, has a lovely time. It also features Paul Young, the Commodores, and Jesse Ray. I don't know who she is either. Oh, there you go. So we could just take in the might of Paul Darrow's acting ability here. But I found my bees, though, sir. Attempting a re-entry. <laughs> <laughs> and I shall have him. 
Now, was the Doctor really there before, wasn't he? Yes. So John Pertwee was there before, was he? Apparently so. Ah. Which apparently, well, we'll, we'll come to that a bit when it when it arrives anyway. It's a... The CSO I do on our video podcast is better than that. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, though, you've got a more powerful computer than they have. You recognise that from the room. Which must have changed considerably. Or maybe not. If they're still using they parchment. They're always dressed like that. Heights! <laughs> you can recognise it by the overacting. <laughs> Without a doubt. The room is full of ham. <laughs> and I will do the acting. <laughs> Hmm. Oh dear, this is going a bit. Any facts? Yes, I've got Stenas Muir's game. Oh, go no, on. Today, Stenas Muir played Cowden Beef away from home and won mm-hmm. 1 0, which kept them in fourth position in Scottish second division. Yeah. Have a bear. You got any sports news there, Paul? Yeah, well. Well. No? S- semi-sport. <laughs> a semi-sport? I mean, there, there were some six-round FA Cup games, but I don't really want to bother with them, seeing as... Oh, we lost, West, did we? West Ham lost 4-2 to Manchester United. Oh, oh Jeff White got a goal, didn't he? Oh, and Paul Allen. And Everton drew 2-2 with Ipswich. Ah. Um, but no, no the, the main thing, actually, the main bit of news is, is, is a record... That was set on this day. Oh, okay. Okay. And it was set by Gary Stewart of Ohio, USA. Mm. And it was most jumps on a pogo stick (laughs) at 130,077. What? A record that would stand until he broke it himself again in 1990. Why would you want to break your own record for? I mean, perhaps people were getting close to breaking it, so he wanted to extend it. Or maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, I see, yeah. Shall I do the charts? This, oh, this yeah, building yeah, yeah. is going on and on and on and on and on. Charts, yeah. Let's do the charts then. Um, top 10. Uh, number 10, down from number 7, was Things Going to Get Better by Hal Jones. Nice. Uh, down from number 5 to number 9, Dance in the Dark, Bruce Springsteen. At number eight, down from three, Love and Pride, King. Oh, yes. Um, up uh, to, uh, from number nine to number seven, Let's Go Crazy, Prince of Revolution. Oh, well, okay, yeah. Down from number four to number six, Solid, Ashford and Simpson. Up from 24 to number five, Material Girl, Madonna. Uh, up from 22 to number four, Kiss Me, Stephen Tintin Duffy. Ah, never it Up from number six, number three, Night Shift, The Commodores. Down from number one to number two, I know, I knew, know him so well, Elaine Page and Barbara, and Barbara Dixon. And then up from number two to number one, you spin me around like a record, oh. dead or alive. Oh, it's just top quality. Oh, the band drills. I love Walk Like Egyptian. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, number one in Ireland, Elaine Page and Barbara Dixon were still there in Ireland. Were they really? Blimey. In uh, Australia and Canada, number one, Foreigner. I want to know what love is. 
Oh, that's not even the chart on this, or top ten anyway on this one. And number one in Flanders. <laughs> Where? Flanders. What was it in Flanders? Flanders, Flanders. yes. Yeah. Flanders. Flanders. Let's call the whole thing off. <laughs> it's Tears for Fears and Shout. Oh. Ah. A pair of a giant ocean. It's not very imaginative with what power he wants to wield. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Or the power of the sun, or the power of the universe, the power of a mighty ocean. Oh, yes. I keep it on the subject of music. Yeah. Yes. Right. Gigs tonight include American hard rock progenitors Armoured Saint at the back door at San Diego, Diego State. Fellow hard rockers Witch are at Anaheim, California, Radio City. And the man who influenced them both, all of, all, both the bands, uh, Leonard Cohen. Leonard Cohen rocks out of the Rudi Sedemeyer Hall, Munich, Germany. Ooh. Yes. Ah, the Jesus and Mary chain. We're at the Paradiso, Amsterdam. Message for you. Uh, Can you move okay. your car? <laughs> and Peter Hamill was in the Market Halle, Hamburg. Peter Hamill of Camel? Of no. Course. Oh, was he? Oh, was no. he in? Which one was he in? Wasn't he Van de Graaff Generator? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who was a bloke in Camel then? What's his name? Peter something, wasn't it? Peter Van de Graaff Generator. <laughs> oh, that's him. Oh, it's definitely Peter something. Peter Large Hydron Collider. Yes. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. In this week's Shoot magazine. We're really desperate to fill in the time, though, because this is, this is awful. Speculation is rife as Leicester City chased Trevor Francis, finally losing him in a turning off the high street. Brian Clough ends his feud with Brian Robinson by arm wrestling him into submission. <laughs> Rebel Mark Wright is tamed and Silver Regis strikes back. Plus, today's team photo is Luton Town. Oh. There we go. Who Luton are force, Town. Who were wow. a force back then? They were then, oh, weren't they? David they were the old first division. Ricky Hill. Yeah. Is it Brian Steen, what his name was? Yeah. Can't remember. He's still channeling an Avon quite a bit here, isn't he? Then I think it's even hammier than that. It's because it's the same set, that's why. Trying to go for a new romantic look with those outfits. Oh, definitely, yeah. <laughs> I wish they'd cut a long story short here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the matter, Tony? You, oh, right, just... you, so you, you can be picked up on the microphone, you know. Sort of... Oh, yeah, I know. I was just switching around things. And... Oh, I see. <laughs> Right, let me advance as slowly as possible now. Yeah, slowly as possible. That's it. Don't go too fast. Got time to pad out. His beekeeping mask couldn't save him. He's there with his dildo. They <laughs> just wouldn't let him forget about Blake Seven, would they? They Most would. <laughs> Oh, that's better. 
Yes. Yeah, I think I need some beer as well, actually. <laughs> I definitely need some beer. Mine's was it um, Jigsaw. What was the actual Jigsaw puzzle bit that used to float around a voice like that, didn't they? Mm. I... Oh, him. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dear. Ah. Now, on this day, karate instructor Colin Charles Isaacs was graded third Dan. Third Dan? Oh, oh fantastic. I remember when he got second Dan. Do you remember that? That was a great day. <laughs> oh, yes. I cried. <laughs> I was just yeah, crying. I did, yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, dear, oh, dear. You can move away rather easily there, Nicola. You don't do as the director says. You're embarrassing yourself. Right. He's a, he's a load of old Morlocks, isn't it? She's, uh, this is for our listeners over the pond. Oh, OK. Yeah. In tonight's Different Strokes, entitled Blue Collar... over the pond? We used to watch it here as well. Yeah, I know that, but it was live and exclusive over there. We didn't have it till months later. You know, so is, says you. <laughs> All right, then. In this week's ITV episode of Different but, Strokes... Yeah. Mr. D puts his career and reputation on the line by taking a job in the assembly lines of one of his trans-allied factories as an attempt to get in touch with his employees and make recommendations to boost morale and production. Knock about fun with hilarious consequences. So this is where Secret Exactly. was called, got the idea from different strokes. <laughs> and here for those people that are missing Edric. <laughs> Like Adric. He's about as good an actor as Adric as well. <laughs> ah, the rebels of the story at last. So you've got a scene here with a prop and an actress doing nothing. Okay, I do like the fact... He actually looks like the, the, the old uh, mailing, actually, though. Oh, yet again. The bad guy wants his desires on Perry. God, couldn't they do anything different? Oh, no, she's tied up again as well. That, that one of those rebels, the one with the moustache. He did Dickie, Dickie Nashworth. Uh, it was he was in Blake 7 as well, actually. Well, sort of northern, eh? Yeah. He sounds like Tommy Cannon. Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> no relation. Of course, that's Trace Louise Ward from Cat's Eyes. Is she? Yeah, the follow-up to um, Gentle, Gentle Touch. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. So Leslie Ash and all that. Mm. Mm. Who plays a violent type as well, Dick and Ashworth? If this all got too much for you and wanted to turn over, yeah, you could have seen the first episode of season two of Robin of Sherwood. Oh, yes. Oh, is that okay. with a hunky Michael Prayer by any chance? It is, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. I, saw it, I saw it myself. Ah. And this episode stars John Nettles. John Nettles. Ah. Oh. So he's, he's on twice this, this Saturday. So but, but, those lucky people. Those lucky people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to the action here, though. Why is she carrying a locket with the picture of Joe Grant and a lock of Joe Grant's hair? I, I don't understand why. 
unless there was <laughs> something happening. Can't feel you of all people should know that. <laughs> <laughs> you carry one as well. So. I do carry a torch for Katie Manning, yes. Adric? That's, that's a least stiff bit of acting, though. <laughs> so I think that bed's just out of accident, actually. <laughs> Here's a gold star. <laughs> yes. A mathematical excellence. What a dweeb. Scott. You can tell from looking inside his room. She was looking at the wall when she said that. <laughs> Have you got a fact there, Tom? Uh, well, I've got the um, BBC Two's matinee films offering. Oh, yeah, yeah, go on, yeah. It's We're Not Dressing with Bing Crosby and Carol Lombard, who stars a pair of rebel chefs who defy specific instructions from their boss to cream up their salads, preferring <laughs> to keep them dry. Horror sex musical, which some viewers may find disturbing and offensive. <laughs> yes. Oh, I missed that one. Oh, dear. He's renowned for his horror sex musicals, <laughs> being Crosby. He was, yeah. <laughs> Dirty old so and so. Oh, this is embarrassing, isn't it? H.G. Wells must be... Sp- oh, so have I given it away that he's H.G. Wells? Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, Phil, we're going to have to start this again now. Oh, no. I cannot believe that H.G. Wells was like this. Oh, dear. So was he into spiritualism in H.G. Wells? <laughs> he was, he yes. Was. Yes, I think a different spirit of the glass is needed, really. Yeah. Yes. Right there. Yeah, I think I'm going to do that night now, actually. <coughs> oh, lovely life giving alcohol. How long have we got left of this? Because. Uh, oh, about 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Oh, I've, I've got two yeah. years. Let me see. I've got, I've got two left, two facts left. Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll get through it. We'll get through it. Don't worry. Don't worry. A bendy lips warhead? (laughs) What's a bendy lips warhead? It's better than a stiff upper lid. uh, Stiff upper lip uh, warhead. (laughs) If I can say it properly. Talking of stiff upper lips. Mm. Ah. On this day, group captain Campbell Alexander Hoy. Yes. Alexander. Who was a British flying during World War One, sadly passed away. Oh. oh. Let's raise our glasses to him, actually. To Alexander. No, Alexander. <laughs> Whatever his name was. was yes. name? Cheers, sir. Yes. Cheers. Cheers. Yes. Uh. Oh, dear. That was the worst ambush ever.
I do. He's emoting. Don't emote too much. I feel if you was uh, as fourteen, when I mean, you're a fourteen-year-old, if yeah. you were sent by your mum and dad down to Tesco's, yeah. bag in your hand on the shopping list. Yeah. Now, a loaf of bread back then would have cost you forty-nine pence. Wow. A box of cornflakes, seventy-five p. Ten fish fingers, eighty-five pence. Yeah. And one dozen eggs, eighty-four p. And a nice lump of decent steak, three pounds. And I shall cover booze and things on the next episode. Ah, okay, good, oh. good. And I bet even back then we moaned about our. Bloody dear, it was. <laughs> Two bedroom flat, 30,000. Yeah. <laughs> Good God. Oh, blimey. Uh, if only I, it was like that now. I've been moaning about it going past a £1.10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, you haven't seen the last of Herbert, Doctor. You haven't seen the last of him. He's going to annoy the piss out of you for the rest of the story. <laughs> <laughs> And find an alien buffet. <laughs> and get sick on Campari and soda, whatever that is. Sod off, Herbert. <laughs> Where's the spaceship hurtling towards Earth in the past when you want one? <laughs> and he was on it, or under it. Oh, one of the two. And you know that I love you. Yeah. Sort of fingering that orifice. <laughs> Dirty Borad. She's still stoned. Has she blinked one? Oh, she just blinked then. That's the first time in 40 minutes. Man, she seems to have all the Christmas decorations in the back of her head. <laughs> Bauble saying off her ears. Is that now, far... now, she's, now she's looking at the lights. No, is that far away, otherworldly sort of look, that stare? Yeah, it is, yeah, of, yeah, yeah. You know, advanced intelligence and looking into the skies. It's middle distance. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Signs and portents. Sort of, oh, that's yeah. it. That's great. Says everybody. <laughs> Stop talking, you little turd. <laughs> Someone should have invited me round. <laughs> if, I, if I knew he was irritating as that, I wouldn't have bought all these books. <laughs> I really wouldn't. Do you know, I've got a couple more of the world. Should we go and burn it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the only one who is pleased pleased to see him. Cool, they totally use that voice effect here, aren't they? Right, and I think any moment Paul Darrow might sweep onto the set. Here he comes. Don't pull focus on Herbert there, please. 
evil swine. Oh, no one says put to death like Paul Darrow, does it? No one says it like him. Don't he do a sinister laugh at some, at some stage? I don't think he does. He is a... <laughs> but good. And we'll just hold the pose. We'll... No. Oh. Oh, prepare the time, Lash. Uh. <laughs> he was always laughing when he walked on the stage there. Oh, dear. The guy in the middle there is just, he's just looking <laughs> at what, what is going on. I'm watching What's, what's happening? <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> I've not been given any lines. What do I do? <laughs> hey, he's just taking it as an acting masterclass. He is. He? He's picking up a few tips here. From <laughs> the true master of ham. Shut up, you're treading <laughs> on my lines. He was, he was, you can't overact that badly. <laughs> was his next line. <laughs> Do you want to bet? <laughs> Things I loved him in Blake 7, but this, this is just atrocious. Oh, he does, uh, he does uh, laugh evilly. Uh, oh, no, what will happen next? Oh, anyway, the quick, I'll do it quickly. This evening, the late evening film on BBC Two is Major Dundee. Charlton Heston, Charlton Heston stars yes. as a cake maker who aims to get into the record <laughs> books by making the biggest Dundee cake known to man. Norris and Rock Ross McBurtis start co-star as Doughty and Guinness Book of Records officials. Oh, good. Yeah. Tone, yeah. as is usual. What were the overnight viewing figures? Not, no, not the overnights, the viewing figures for this episode. It wasn't as popular by then, I reckon, so uh, 8.9 million. 6.7, which is round about what Doctor Who gets now on a Saturday night, yeah. if it's lucky. Oh, dear. God, these stuff go on a bit, don't they? Got any more facts quickly, Tone? This is uh, doing the middle eight. Oh, damn, <laughs> I've, I've, used, I've done them all. You've done them all? We've done 12 facts? Yeah. Wow. Paul, save our bacon. Oh, what was the price right. of bacon? I don't know. No, I don't know. Price of bacon? <laughs> no. no. Uh, oh, damn. And that's it. Do you think we'll find out? I don't think we will. I don't think we will. Bugger. Okay, everybody, we'll be back in episode two. May I dispute that? Okay, everybody, we're going to press play on episode two. In five, four, three, two, one, and play. Wait for my ancient DVD player to wake up. Here we go. Titles. Okay, everybody. This one was originally broadcast on the 16th of March, 1985. Funnily enough, the same year as the last one. Yeah. Weird. They just couldn't wait to get them out in them days, could they? They couldn't actually, no. No. It didn't leave it a whole year before we got a new series of Doctor Who in those days, did they? Okay, where did we leave off then? Doctor was in mortal peril, wasn't he? That's right. And we still didn't discover what the price of bacon was. <laughs> ah. If I remember it the right, this is quite a long recap as well. Yeah, because they're still trying to make up for the underrunning. Do we get the Why other- does H.G. Wells' um, suit like it's made out of sponge cake? It does look like it's made out of sponge cake. It's like he didn't move in it. Tricky's iced. 
<laughs> Never noticed that, huh? Who's the doctor? Little laugh there. She's still glazed over in the background there. I think, I think you find the books were though, weren't they? War of the Worlds, The Time Machine, yeah. Cooking and Baking. <laughs> <laughs> with, like a trilogy. <laughs> with his first wife, Mary Berry. <laughs> she really is that old. <laughs> So you could have just said killed. Who? Kill the doctor first. Dispatch the Dispatch doctor. Dispatch the doctor. See? Oh, that's fair enough. It's different. Oh, but, but the time lash wouldn't necessarily kill, though, would it? They're just sending him down the time tunnel or whatever it is. Yeah, exactly, to wherever so, it may lead. So he's dispatching yeah. him. Yes. They're still alive well, somewhere. Well, it's certain death. Yeah. I remember the... That was interesting in the background there, look. You never win the dance competition doing that. Oh, I don't know. It was the eighties. <laughs> cool. This is like a big budget Hollywood film, isn't it? Yep. You would be mistaken for thinking that. <laughs> it would. Yeah. He could have just hit that with his rifle. Oh, this is this is. You brilliant. will not mess my hair up. <laughs> is it? <laughs> Oh, it is a mirror he's got in his hand. Hell yeah. See, not a trace of emotion on her face <coughs> there. But who will save the bees now? <laughs> that's why they're dying out. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah, that's right. They just killed all the beekeepers of Carful. And this is dreadful. Oh, poor Nicola Bryant. Are they beekeepers or mushroom people? I've yet mm. to figure out. Mm. My card. Mushroom people, you say? <laughs> they must be fun guys. Oh, I was waiting for someone to say that. <laughs> Maybe it gets off that toilet. So the robot showed emotion there. My mother's going to say, what is love? <laughs> <laughs> Shut the up. <laughs> ah. You little twerp, Herbert. I'll do my star for the day. Can the bloke at the, the back there help with the, with the tug of war there? Yes. Have you heard of Andy Stacey? Anybody? No, I'm a film no. of a, I'm about to. Yes. Sorry, he just stepped in the Giants' Causeway there. Anyway, Andy Stacey was a sound supervisor extraordinaire. He worked on 14 episodes of Doctor Who, 1985 to 86. Mm -hmm. He also worked on Clam Outside, EastEnders, and Moonbase 3. Which I've never heard of. Oh, Moonbase 3, that was, yeah. that was an old one. His hobbies include course fishing, taking part, taking part in Wild West reenactments, and collecting Byzantine period coins. Oh. Yes. They went to town with the tinsel in this uh, story, didn't they? Bloody hell. That's for the rest of the Christmas decorations. <laughs> <laughs> it's Christmas every day in Carful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, Colin, you could quite easily reach it, Colin. You're not really selling this, mate. Sorry. 
I think Lawrence Olivier could sell this, to be honest. The tension's palpable. The music really sells it. I know. Doesn't it? That was angels, wasn't it? <laughs> now, funny enough, no, I said that, I just really realised the, the writer, this Glenn McCoy, used to write for angels. I did, really? Yes. This was his first and last Doctor Who script. Ah. And I wonder why. Oh, not about that. Colin Baker didn't wait that much <laughs> that time, did he? So, or is he in the toilet? Yeah, so. <laughs> that's the cue for the toilet. <laughs> the tension, the tension. Just cut. Oh, no. Look. Oh, no. Is he going to He's die? He's landed on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> You're quite safe, Doctor. You're too far off the ground. <laughs> Stop showing so much tension. <laughs> it's got too much for her, hasn't it? She's really broken that one. <laughs> oh, poor Nicola Bryan. That sounds like a Hawkwind tour, doesn't it? Dangling on the edge of oblivion. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I would have got to see that. <laughs> I think your fine is going to come from the gig round up later, isn't it? It probably is. <laughs> oh, should we have the charts? Chop it over there. Throw the charts. Should we have the charts, yeah. yeah. Let's have the charts. Okay. Uh, down from number seven to number ten, let's go crazy. Prince of the Revolution. Up from 26 to number nine, every time you go away, Paul Young. Ah. Down from number two to number eight, I knew him so, I know him so well, Lane Page and Barbara Dixon. Up from 18 to number seven, do what you do, Jermaine Jackson. Ah. Up from number 11 to number 6, The Last Kiss, David Cassidy. Oh, this is the last kiss. That was yeah. the oh, last yeah, yeah. chart entry as well. He, he was, it? actually. Um, down from number 3 to number 5, Night Shift, The Commodores. Holding him at number 4, Kiss Me, Stephen Tintin Duffy. Uh, number, up from number, uh, for number 5, number 3, Material Girl, Madonna. Up from 20 to number 2, Easy Love, Philip Bailey with Phil Collins. Oh, yes. And holding on at number one, you spin me around like a record, dead or alive. Oh, good. Which was all, right, also so. number one in Ireland. Still. No, no. It wasn't last week, was it? No. Is it Lane Page and Barbara Dixon? <laughs> number one in Canada. Barbara Dixon. Neutron Dance, the Pointer Sisters. Okay. What about Flanders? No, I haven't got that. But number one in Spain, I've got. <laughs> yeah. Anyone want to have a guess what number one in Spain was? Number one in Spain. Julio Iglesias. <laughs> oh, I am. Um, foreigner. Is this something we've heard no. of? No. No? Oh. No. Number one in Spain was Woodpeckers from Space by the Video Kids. <laughs> oh, yes. I'll have to look that up. Yeah. Well. A Dutch band. It was a Dutch band at number one in Spain with Woodpeckers in Space. Did it involve yodelling as well, by any chance, like Focus? Sounds like my kind of band, actually. I'll have to look them up. Woodpeckers from Space was actually covered by a South African band later on, a couple ah. of years later. Oh, so it was worth covering. So they're singing in Dutch then? I if it's South know. Africa. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I bet it's a very uh, boring song. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Uh. Do you think they sang a bit flat? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, wow. 
They've been to Tandy's, haven't they? <laughs> Oh, Lasky's. <laughs> oh, yeah, easy. It was Lasky's. Much lamented now, and it's gone. It's just weird, yeah. I worked in Lasky's, of course. Many you did. years ago. Yes. You also got the sack from Lasky's. How dare you, sir? I did, not get the, I did not get the sack. I left of my own volition. Did you really? Yes, absolutely. That's why they sacked him. Yeah. <laughs> to- Mr. Tony Bravo, my manager, wanted me to stay. Yes. Mr. Tony Bravo? That was his name, yeah. That's a made up. That's a porn name, isn't it? It's <laughs> true. Tony Bravo was. Oh, I missed that. What was number one in France? Yeah. It was Al Corley. Hmm. These single square rooms. Wait, wait, wait. I don't know who Al Corley no. was. No, go on. Go He's on. best known for the, for being the first actor to play Stephen Carrington in the 1980s soap dynasty. Ah. <laughs> well, I'll be. Have you been to America recently, Paul? I've noticed a little pattern here. Dynasty. <laughs> You've said so far. Oh, I'm just Dynasty. Flanders. <laughs> Dynasty. <laughs> Alexander. <laughs> hey, come on. Where, where are we going with this? <laughs> He's going stateside. I'm just trying to trying to branch us out to a bigger target audience. You mean branch us <laughs> yes, out to it's a not working, is it? Audience. I think becoming mailing brings a lot of benefits. I mean, look at that cloak. Oh, weedy acting. <laughs> oh. Yeah. You know I like about near base. No, uh, no, I'm not a traitor. No. Gentlemen, yeah. you know, do you know what I like about near bay? Go on then. Well, it's supposed to be, it's very sort of you know you you know what to expect from near bay, don't you? You, you know what I mean? There's no surprises there whatsoever. No. It's, uh, washing, EFA washing was, was as last week a dry day with a slight gust and a high temperature of 57.9 degrees. Oh. Yeah. I can't quite, quite, quite pleasant, actually. It is pleasant. Very pleasant. Yeah. For most For clement, March, clement. Yes. Very clement. For March, yeah. Boom. If we're talking weather, then we're obviously talking the moon phase as well. Of course well, we are. Obviously. Which would be a, a waning crescent. Wayne Crescent. Oh, Wayne Crescent. Blimey. He was so funny last time. That is one massive cock. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being a bit because he's trying to watch house. Do they that enormous, that enormous mouse trap to put it in? He's <laughs> <laughs> the hell which is. Oh, God. Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> Talking of helmet cheese, uh, oh dear. in this week's uh, enemy. How much was that in 1985? <laughs> <laughs> that's the same price as bacon. <laughs> go, go well we back. never know. <laughs> no, no, no. In this week's enemy, Mancunian newcomers James adorn the cover, and on the bottom of the cover it states Marilyn, win, blow monkeys. Presumably, win or a band. Unless the gender-altering star had actually won the Blow Monkeys in a, a prize draw. It doesn't have to be that way, does it? <laughs> Not my scene at all. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Whatever happened to Marilyn, I...
This is like a Lauren Hardy sketch, but funnier. I thought you meant to say it a bit louder, Tracy. Tracy Ward, what your name is. <laughs> no, I was just thinking, where has he gone? Can we get the same agent and get out of yeah. here? <laughs> <laughs> this is Colin Baker at his most sensitive. <laughs> I like to know that. <laughs> that smug git there knows what's going on. Uses the same effect for his hair. <laughs> Who cares? No one cares how it works. Just get on with it. Padding, padding. Shut up, Adric. I want everyone to shut up now. <laughs> you, just, you just do want everyone to shut up, don't you? <laughs> you utter dick. <sighs> could you actually? Could you imagine the sixth Doctor with Adric? He would have killed him in the first episode, <laughs> wouldn't he? He would have sacrificed him to the greater good. <laughs> It's not for us. It <laughs> <laughs> could have been the story, couldn't it? The fifth Doctor could have gone back in time and saved him from the ship. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the sixth Doctor could have gone back and put him back on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Who cares? I'll throw some gigs in here. Throw some gigs. This some is gigs. It's interminable, right. isn't it? It's... Tonight's gigs. Doom-mongering goth lords, the Sisters of Mercy, oh, yeah. entertain a bunch of black-clad youths at uh, Leeds University. And the multi-line-up change in the fall at the Sunderland Polytechnic and uber-rock meister Leonard Cohen brings his happy tunes at the Konstathuset, Gothenburg, Sweden. Oh. Depeche Mode continue their Some Great Reward tour in ah, Boston. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And Phil Collins, No Jacket Required, World Tour, hits Leon. Oh, good. Poor Leon. (laughs) (laughs) Only made a quick recovery. (laughs) Actually, she's saying things as slowly as possible. Again, I think they're actually actually asked to speak slow to pad this out. Has Nicola Bright done anything at all apart from tied up from one pillar to the next? <laughs> and you're awake as well, aren't you? <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> oh, I do believe he's winking at me. <laughs> I'm going to say nothing at this point. <laughs> what's yeah. it meant to be, anyway? I say, what's it meant to be? Cock gun. <laughs> I'm happy with that answer. <laughs> Good, it's the only one you're going to get. <laughs> oh, this is this is tension. Oh, 
Okay, that wasn't the robot that was standing there a moment ago, so... <laughs> yeah. That gun's got magical powers. It has. Heights! <laughs> they fainted in the presence of Pertwee there. So. <laughs> it's great. Another J&T corker there. He commissions a painter of Pertwee that looks absolutely nothing like him. Now, apparently they knew nothing about this. Oh. Like the production team, which is something that J&T just hoisted upon them at the last moment. He loved his continuity. Oh, right. Yeah, you, so it said on the documentary thing. So, no one seemed to just think, yeah, it was just one of J&T's ideas. Sod off Herbert again. Adric! At least that collar's a bit more <laughs> comfort inclined of padding there. <laughs> yeah, the other one was, was. Oh, that was awful. Yeah. Even the spaceship looks phallic as well. What's going, going on going, in this? Da, 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 What's that? <laughs> that music to that. Bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought it would remind you of something else. That's what... A football thing. Talking of football, meanwhile, in the second division, Stenhouse Muir continued their fine run with a 2-1 home victory over Stran Ra. They remained in fourth position with Carroll and Beef only one behind, one point behind and hot on their trail. Ah. Yes. Do you know who's responsible for the insert music on this? Hmm? Elizabeth Parker. I've never heard hmm. of contribution. I'm just going to look this up, actually. Well, she worked for the uh, BBC Radiophonic Workshop for many years. Hmm. She worked on Blake 7. She was uh, special, doing special sound. Also on the Stones of Blood, which you've done a commentary for before as well. And this is their only Doctor Who incidental score. Would you like to know what's on the telly? Yes, please. Yeah, sure. So it's on the telly. Bear in mind, we've got another 20 or 25 minutes of this. Oh, yes, I've got my telly thing yet, as well. But, um, <laughs> should, we, should we save the telly? Save the telly? Should we save the telly? Have save you got a fact, though? I've got well, the telly fact. I've got another different fact. Um, Go on. What, what, what was the, the uh, afternoon matinee? Oh, the afternoon matinee. Yeah, what was yes, the afternoon matinee uh, on, on the oh, 16th of March? BBC 2's matinee movie was uh, Come Blow Your Horn which stars Frank Sinatra as a sleazy porn peddler who's keen to invent a machine which helps one to indulge in a spot of self-fellatio. <laughs> Molly Picon plays Mrs. Schnuvivitz, a disapproving old fuddy-duddy who attempts to scupper his plans. Hot, steamy love fest. <laughs> in the afternoon as well. <laughs> well, love in the afternoon, obviously, yeah, Obviously. <laughs> the smell of ham, that's what it is. a film released on this day. Oh, yeah, go. An Icelandic drama, in fact. Oh, did it star Björk? It's called Cool Jazz and Coconuts. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, you crazy guys. <laughs> it was entered into the 14th Moscow International Film Festival. Oh. Where did it come? I don't know. 14th? <laughs> <laughs> ah, here he is. Finally, the Borad. Goodness me, he's hideous. 
The horror tone. The horror. The horror. To be perfectly honest, he's the best thing in this. It is, actually. And that's saying something. Did he say Morlocks here? He did say Morlocks. Hey, I'm thinking that HG Wells got the idea for the time machine. Yes. I think you might be right there, Tone. Just a hunch. Dear, oh dear. So the thing is, why does he... Oh, that, that's not even the real Borad, is it? So I think going to toss if I'm ruining this for people who've never seen it before. I, I don't care. I'm saving you at home. That's what I'm doing. He doesn't even look like he's from Kazakhstan either, does he? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Let's go through the telly. This just goes on and on and on. <laughs> and dear, yes. oh, dear. Okay. Did you see the thing about the the entry in the Radio Times for the first episode? No. It said the Doctor, the Doctor, or what is it, lands on the planet or where, where where the, the bald are. The bald? Because <laughs> the they, they, they sent it back saying that it should be the Borad, but the typesetter keeps insisting that it should, it's a misspelling. Dara. <laughs> well, actually, the uh, the listings in this uh, BBC genome uh, times uh, for Doctor it was on at 20 past five. Um, it says, although fighting for his life, the Doctor becomes puzzled by the lack of mirrors on Carfell. Hmm. Really? Has he once been puzzled by the lack of mirrors yet? I don't recall that conversation. Yeah. But, uh, so what were, what were his reflections on? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Um, at five past six, Jim will fix it. Yeah, whatever. Uh, 20 to seven, the laughter show featuring Les Dennis and Dustin G. Um, this week's show, Les and Dustin take the ice and they tend to become the new Torval and Dean. Oh, the hilarity. Oh, well, it was. Are they John by comedian Peter Price and the Black Abbots? Who create oh. havoc with their knockabout humour and clowning? Oh, oh dear! Oh. At uh, quarter past seven, was one by one, which was based on the books by David Taylor. Um, at uh, five past eight, Dynasty. Oh, okay. Right, then at uh, ten to nine, Bergerac. Uh, this one was written by Robert Holmes, hmm. actually. Okay. Um, right, come on, you bloody thing! Right at quarter to nine, News and Sport. Then at uh, ten o'clock, Three Days of the Condor. Hmm. Which will also star Robert Redford, Faye Dunaway, Cliff Robertson, and Max von Sydow. And at uh, five to midnight, weather. That was it. What was that film? Have got any news on that film, Tony? I've got news on another film. Uh, I was going to say, Three Days of the Condor. What was. What oh, was no, the... no, hang on. What's wrong with the death of Paul Darrow? Was it anything to do no. with uh, tobacco? No. Paul? Oh, well, they ran out of ham. <laughs> Now, I have got the uh, Channel 4's matinee movie. It's The Invisible Menace. Where Boris Carlos stars as the lovable, lovable Beano troublemaker Dennis. Marie Wilson and Henry Colker plays long-suffering parents and Regis Toomey's Walter the Softy. Psychological comedy thriller. I'm just looking at the listings for BBC Two for, the, for this particular uh, day and year. And this is when BBC Two really did go for the highbrow stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Because you had at five past seven was France Actuelle, 
which is the last of five films of modern France, which expands some of the documentary themes from Avoue les France. <laughs> see? Then at uh, half past uh, seven, rugby special. Then at uh, 2035, music from the Northern Lands, okay, which was uh, a concert of music from Russia and Finland. Okay, and then at uh, 10 o'clock, Blot on the Landscape, which I think you mentioned I have indeed, earlier yeah. on, didn't you? Then at 5 to 11, Harty goes to Dublin. Russell hmm. Harty meets Bob Geldof. Okay, okay. then at um, uh, 25 past 11, November Night, which was appears to be a Polish film. I think it is, anyway. Um, and that's it. That, well, that went on till God knows when, it seems. If it was a Polish film, yes. is it starting... Charlie Sheen, Mr. Sheen, by any chance. Oh. Oh, 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 God, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, I should be shot as well, I think. I think you, yes, yes. Ah. <clears throat> this is off go on, doesn't it? Hmm, I don't know, three left. Oh, please, do it now, Tone. This, this is just awful. Nothing's happening. Okay, then. Uh, right, we have. Unusually for Channel 4, it's late-night movies neither saucy or indeed racy, as it was made in 1955. <laughs> Kiss Me Deadly stars Ralph Meeker as Mike Hammer, who's on the trail of the mysterious Jack Deadly, who's Juan, Juan Hernandez, who kisses are desired by the society ladies of the town. Soft-focus film noir musical. Oh. Right. Would you like to know some of the um, sort of reviews of the time? Yes, I of would. Time lash actually. Yes. yes. Um, a guy called Graham Slight or Slate said um, it's widely regards one of the worst series ever broadcast as part of Doctor Who. He claimed the story had weak script, cheap looking design, and a massive direction, laughable special effects, and some appalling performances. Okay. No, I've heard that. Um, guy called Tat Wood. It says it's a grindingly dull story, only memorable for being made as a school panto with belated new romantic 80s fashion errors. Ah, well, you did okay. mention the old one, right? Yeah. Um, and coming more to date in 2013, the Daily Telegraph's Tim Stanley said, the sets are bad, the acting is bad, the script stinks, the effects laughable, and most importantly, Colin's Doctor is simply unlovable. Patrick Mulcairn of Radio Times said, The serials codswallop served cold. Boring, tardy scenes are intercut with stultifying political machinations on Carfell, a drab plant ruled by a lethargic lizard man about to be obliterated by glove puppet banderals. Okay, and Gary Bushell said, A triumph, a tour de force. <laughs> Wonderful stuff. Paul Darrow even says, He reviewed it. The most disliked, also one of the most liked, which is fascinating. I don't know anybody who likes this. Nobody. That's what I like about uh, futuristic buttons. They make boop, 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 sounds. The glove puppet's broken through. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Is that the treatment for piles on Carfell, is it? (laughs) (laughs) Herbert to the rescue. Back, you devil. (laughs) Back. Back. (laughs) Say that. (laughs) No football of that canister just got round her next flammable, was there? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you utter (laughs) burk. You idiot, Herbert. 
Good heavens. Oh, dear. Yeah. Was this actually scripted him fiddling around with, with Perry's chest or uh... <laughs> <laughs> let it go, will he? <laughs> well, I got away with that, didn't I? <laughs> Was that a lion fluff there? Was he supposed to move that prop? Yeah, it's too late. It's obviously yeah, can't change it now. Yeah. <laughs> He threatens them with more violence. No! Can you prove it? I'd have thought thought that proves he's not, doesn't it? If there's no time for that now. Well, exactly. (laughs) Point of order. No! No! Ooh. He's like a sip of a glass of sherry or something. <laughs> oh, how tedious. <laughs> dear, dear Larry. <laughs> yes, dear, dear Larry. <laughs> right, you can well, tell this-, this was hastily added in because his hair is completely different. It's straighter. And I think even Nicola Bryant's hair is slightly longer as well, isn't it? Um, oh, so this is the later bit. Yeah, this yeah. is the bit that was added in. This was done really hastily because even Nicola Bryant said this was the worst thing she ever did. I agree with that. Oh, God, he's like Adric, isn't he? Just sod off. See? Extra padding. No one's saying anything. It's terrible. Got some wedding news. Wedding news. Oh, Ah, good. Oh, you're not. (laughs) Oh, congratulations, (laughs) Paul. (laughs) Okay. Oh, wonderful! Well, so great. I'm holding in any longer. <laughs> the end of the podcast, but <laughs> no. Maureen McCormack, known for portraying the eldest Brady daughter Marcia in the Brady Bunch, oh, yeah. married Michael Cummings, who had heard of the Brady Bunch but had never seen it. <laughs> they fell in love upon meeting in a church. Oh, that's nice. Oh, oh. how wholesome! Yeah, that's just it, sick. How very awesome! Good news story of the year. Was the Brady Bunch still going in the... <laughs> no. No, it finished in 1974. I was going to say. <laughs> Go on, Tony, give right. us a fact. This just goes on and on and on. In this week's Shoot magazine... Oh, yeah, yeah. Kenny Dalgleish tells us what the Queen said. Peter Beersley is involved in a transfer shock. Peter With mourns the team that died. And Robbo is back at Forest. And there's a hands-off warning about Trevor Francis. And Bobby Robson talks us through his world beaters. And this week's team lineup is Manchester City. Oh. Wouldn't that have been the does, days of. Does it, does it say Trevor Francis was putting his hands on? <laughs> oh, no. It doesn't say. Oh, hands off. All so. Oh, see, yes. It was a different time in the 80s, though. It right? was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. Dave Lee Travis was still on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all caught up with the nail, though, isn't it? He was certainly on the prowl, wasn't he? <laughs> oh. 
As I said, the hairy groper. He's quite unlikable, the Doctor, in this bit, isn't he? What do I mean, this bit? He's been fairly unlikable the way through it. I did he appear anything else, this, this chap here. Oh, I, I, I neither know nor care, actually. Let's, let's have a look, <laughs> shall we? I'm very keen to know. Are you really? Yes. Okay, let's, let's have a quick look. No! <laughs> oh, that, that shocks me. The, the Wikipedia entry has got no hyperlink on his name at all. <laughs> He's done nothing else. That amazes me. I think those Adric impersonations... <laughs> Got two UFO watching bits of information. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know those. 7.30 p.m. South Colorado. Yeah. Rancher's incident. Oh, yeah. I need more. I need more info. 11.20 p.m. Yeah. Norway. Structured hexagonal object with long dimension vertical. Ah... That was in this earlier, wasn't it? Was it, was it the so. time lash? That'll be the polygons. I know them. Gets an ointment for it, mate. Uh, Any other new UFO? Was that no, it? Was that, it? Was that for the 6th of March, 1985? Yeah. Wow. How close are we to the boom-boom bit? About 10 minutes. Oh, well, we've, got this, we've got to pad this out for 10 minutes. <laughs> we've underrun by 10 minutes. <laughs> and now we're going to insert another insert. Well, now here's something we inserted two weeks later. <laughs> Actually, I could do the next facts in the style of that um, Android. It's a bit slower, it's twice as long, and it, you go a bit more time, isn't it? Yeah, you would do, yeah, yeah. Let's try that. Let's try this. Go, go for it, Tom. No different strokes this week. So I'll move on to the other world, a series where a family have been transported through a time vortex to a bizarre universe after touring an Egyptian pyramid. Tonight's episode, Gina Jonalee is mistaken for a long-lost princess and finds there is more danger than honour in the title. Oh, well done. <laughs> Polite applause, I think. Polite applause. <laughs> We're going to have to get you doing that. <laughs> That's how you're going to have to appear on that the podcast Can you do that on? for the next ten minutes? <laughs> Oh, I will try. <laughs> Although towards the end, you did end up sounding a little bit like Sparky's Magic Piano. <laughs> oh, I, I do think you was on dodgy ground when you blewed up for it. Though. Well, I do, do the blue what? Blewed up for it. Oh, well, this is the uh, method acting, dear. <laughs> I had to do it. Well, I think the Quantil box is out again. There we go. How could they actually try and make this look convincing? I think the doctor's dead. No. I think he is. He's a... Trace Louise will go and ask for a lock of Perry's hair to, to put in a locket. 
Oh no, sad acting. We're going to throw a party for him. With sherry and cucumber sandwiches. <laughs> Come join me in my study. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have a glass of sherry. sherry. <laughs> and look at my erotic Victorian carvings. <laughs> Slate etchings. <laughs> oh. oh, yes. Oh. A national. You haven't changed since the start. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, my God, he's back. The Borad is back. I think you'll find. Oh, do you know what? I think that previous one wasn't the real one. Just an observation. Yeah, I, I think you're right, so. Yeah. So this would have been the, the end to an episode normally, wouldn't it? Then it would have been padded out for another half an hour <laughs> after this. Oh, dear. The pain. The pain. Oh. Are you wondering why there's no mirrors on Carfell? I'm wondering that. <laughs> Are you wondering why? Is that? Patronising. That's convenient. Yeah. Again, do you think this was done just to pad it out a little yeah. bit? I just love the fact that they don't even bother trying to explain how the Doctor survives. No. That's a good point, actually. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> there's, not, there's not even like a, oh, but that, you know, I'm a time traveller, and that, that'd be clever, that, you know, you wouldn't understand. It's not, it doesn't even give that, they just, no, just ignore no, it. Just ignore that. it, exactly. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Expose yourself to Perry. <laughs> <laughs> you know that picture of Perry to come to life in a minute. It's like, no, don't show me that. <laughs> well, I don't say why they actually painted him in that pose. It's like he actually is actually peeping around the hole in the wall, isn't it? <laughs> <coughs> This is actually quite nasty of the Doctor, isn't it? Where he's not very... He's sort mean. Of mocking his deformities. And, yeah. Yeah, it's just very, what very... meany. Very, very nasty, I think, actually, this one. Oh, nasty. That's poor. Nasty. Stuff. I think Janet Jackson was in the <laughs> Nasty Boys. <laughs> oh, yes. See, this is horrible, isn't it? It's just... I was going to say, that's Not... why the Doctor never went back and did an episode with the, the Elephant Man, weren't he? <laughs> <laughs> he would have... <laughs> <coughs> I 
prefer the sun. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's it. That's it, Doctor. Mock the afflicted. Cast out the deformed. That's it. Well done. Very nice of you. Well done. If I was going to dramatically push someone, it would be my elbow. It would be, Oh, yeah. yes. Not the more effective two-hand method. Well, I, might, I might just try the flick of the wrist, actually. <laughs> oh. Dismissive, you see. <laughs> Damn it. So now the Borad is the Loch Ness Monster. I've always known that. Yeah. Right, anyway, we're near the end now. So anyway. To... Oh, who threw that out? Look at <laughs> Her face wasn't even looking at the... <laughs> if we were to uh, venture down to the pub... Back in 1985. Yeah. We would have been thrown out anyway if we'd been too young. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, <laughs> I was shaving. <laughs> Apart from yeah. Paul, of course, who looked about 25. I, I actually started when shaving when I was 13, so I could actually grow stubble by the time I was 14. All oh, right, then I was thrown out of the pub. Yeah, yeah. All right, because I looked 14 when I was 14, unfortunately. All right, anyway. Shopping prices from 1985. Pint of beer was 80 pence. Oh, those are the days. A bottle of Plonk was £2. Whiskey, £8 a bottle. God. A four-bed four detached house will set you back 45 grand. Oh, my God. And finally, a pair of good spats cost £15. That <laughs> yeah. That's the kind of news I wanted to hear, Tony, how much spats were. <laughs> 15 quid. What age did you have to be before you could wear those? My God, that was H.G. Wells. Funny, yeah. Yeah, wow. yeah, I know. Unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah. I actually flat out refuse to believe that H.G. Wells was anything like that. An utter cock. Oh, the, oh, the end credits. That was incredible, that was. Oh, God. Well, it, it just leaves one, one more official thing to do, Tone. Um, the, uh, all Burn the DVD. <laughs> throw, throw the DVD out the door. Yes. <laughs> I might use this as a, I might use it as a coaster <laughs> now, actually. Uh, yes, the uh, audience figures for part two of Time Lash. What oh, were they? People impressed with the previous. Um, well, it was six point seven before, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, I'm going to say five point two. It went up, up seven point four. How the hell? There must have been a lot of old crap on ITV that yeah, night. Is all I'm going to say. Well, there's another episode of Robin Sherwood. <laughs> oh right, okay. Ah. Was that starring the hunky Michael Bray? <laughs> it still was, yes. <laughs> Ooh. Ready for the whole of series two. Oh, that's coming back, isn't it, Robin and Sherwood? Is it? On, um, on audio with uh, Jason oh. Connery and the original cast. Ray Winston's mm. back. What's and... about Michael Prade? Didn't he actually do anything after that, did he? Uh, he went to Day Nasty. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah. yeah I do. I remember he that. Oh, he was something a, of Moldovia or something. Well, he from Rocco, some Romanian or something. Yeah, 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 yeah like Moldovia, Eastern European. Some <laughs> made up, yeah, yeah, principality from somewhere. Oh, but, uh, oh well, there you go. That was Time Lash. That was our commentary. Yeah. yeah. We were struggling come to the end there, weren't we? We really were. <laughs> Not as much as the writers were. <laughs> dear me. Oh, dear. So, um, that's that. So what's next? What, what's coming up next? We're, we're back to doing a Target novelisation. We, we haven't actually yes. selected one yet, have we? No, so, we haven't, no. Yeah. Um, so that's when me and we Paul... We haven't done time, <laughs> um, Should we do it and just get it out of the way? 
So maybe we'll have to watch the DVDs. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's do that. <laughs> no, come on. Our audience don't want two episodes. No, no. no we, we, we do respect them a little bit much. <laughs> a little bit more than that. So, okay, yeah. Uh, so so it's Time Lash next week. <laughs> yes. Well, well, How much do we respect our audience? Yes, we're doing Time Lash, lash next week. So, um, yeah, so we won't actually decide what we're going to do yet, so we'll figure that out and sort of let you know on our Facebook group and Twitter as usual. Um, but I think what might come up after this, uh, it might be the um, target novelisation review, or we might have another companion special with, with a, a special guest as well. So um, not too sure which order we're, we're going to be doing this in. But uh, when you next hear me and Paul, it will be with a, a target book. So I don't know if we're going to hear you, though, Tom. I've no idea. I'll just have to wait for your call. Yes, well, we haven't, we haven't actually recorded... <laughs> the signal the... goes up into the sky, doesn't it? <laughs> it does, yes. Well, the summer months are approaching, and as we usually do, we have to record a podcast on the hottest day of the year. Oh, man, alive, yes. We always do, don't yeah. we? So rather than being out in the sun and enjoying a few beers, we sit inside, <laughs> sweltering heat, record watching Doctor Who. So. I'm not sure it's a good idea anymore. <laughs> no, I don't think it is, actually. No, no. So, uh, anyway... Let's call it a day, shall we? We've just got to have, have, have a drink now, can't we? Oh, yes. yes we we wash the taste yes. of that out of our mouths. Oh, <laughs> yes. dear. So, uh, anyway, until next time, it's goodbye from me, Phil. Goodbye from me, Paul. And goodbye from me, Tony. Goodbye. to the Who's He podcast. Please visit our website at who's-he-podcast.co.uk. You can also follow us on Twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast. And please also join the Who's He podcast Facebook group. The Who's He podcast is a member of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance. Mm-hmm.